Okay, good morning, everyone. Good to see you. The shir today is dedicated for Fua Shalema, for Rivka Baschanula, uh, uh, Nancy Preter's mother. It's dedicated by Yitzhak and Nancy Preter as a schus for Fua Shalema for her. We hope that the Devetar and whatever comes from it should indeed be a schus for her for Fua Shalema. So we're learning about the Tfilis of Shabbos, and one of the uh, one of the special Tfilis which are added on Shabbos and Yom Tiv, is the tefillah of Nishmas Kolchai. Uh, Nishmas Kolchai is an extension of the Brach of Yishtabach, really. Uh, every day we say Psuke de Zimra. Every day we say verses of praise to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the introductory section of the davening. Uh, when, we, when we learned, uh, I think it was last year, about the davening generally and the structure of davening generally, we, 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 we explained this idea. We learned how the Gemara it discusses the value of these psuke de zimra. It certainly seems to be a form of praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu before, before asking him where we embellish, where we add to the praises, even in the separate section of the tefillahs of David HaMelech. There's a difference, as we talked about then, between praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the course of nature and for that which is unusual. And uh, we say these every day, and on Shabbos we say many more. The praises that we add to HaKadosh Baruch Hu during the Psukit Zimra of Shabbos include many additional psalms, whether this Mizmar Shaliyam HaShabbos psalm, which specifically references Shabbos, but many additional ones, uh, many additional ones as well. And not only are the psalms extended, but also the bracha that we say as the closing for it is extended as well. And we have this lengthy, beautiful, beautiful passage called Nishmas Kolchai, the soul of everything, every living thing, Tevorech Hashem Hashem Alekeinu, will bless your name, Hashem our God, etc. And the spirit of all, Tevorech Reimim Zichrochom Alekeinu Tamid. And it's a beautiful and lengthy passage, which you know, which culminates in Yishtabach. In the middle of it, and in the middle, or towards the end of it, we have Shochein Ad, which is where we start on Shabbos morning, Hokel Besat Sumos, where we start on Yontev, HaMelech, where we start on Roshani Yom Kippur, but it's all part of the continuity of this much more fleshed out Bracha to HaKadosh Baruch Hu about the praise that we want to give him, that we wish we could give him. As you know in Nishmas, we express and we say, If our mouths were filled with song like the sea, and our tongues with praise like its waves, and so on and so forth, we would not be able, we would not still be able to sufficiently thank you for HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything. It's a beautiful tefillah, some might be familiar, that you know, Nishmas has... Uh, developed into a very focal prayer for many people. You can go to the Kaisal Maravi at midnight any night or close to midnight, and there are, there are groups both on the men's side and on the women's side saying Nishmas. People will have a custom to say Nishmas 40 days. I, I don't know the basis for all of these things, but there must be a basis for them if they have taken root like this. However you slice it, it's an outstanding tefillah, and it's one of the tefillahs of Shabbos. And I want to start from the beginning a little bit in trying to understand and explain the value of this tefillah. The Zohar HaKadosh is the one that expresses it and explains it just very, very directly. It's the Zohar HaKadosh in Parshas Vayakil. Parshas Vayakil is one of the places where we are taught about, uh, about Shabbos. And, um, and uh, the Zohar HaKadosh says the following, Hayuma Yuma de Nishmasin Ihu, Velav Yuma de Gufa. That day, the day of Shabbos, this is for those who wish to look for it, it's on page 205 in the Zohar HaKadosh on the bottom of the first page, and it goes off over to the other side of the page. This day of Shabbos is a day of the soul, it's not a day of the body. Begin de Shaltanu de Tzror de Nishmasin Ihu, Bekaiman Iloyen Vitanen Kula Bezivuga Chada, Bitra de Rucha Yesera Ilo Kadisha. Again, it's very mystical terms, but it is speaking here about the Rucha Yaseira, otherwise what we commonly refer to with regard to Shabbos as the Neshama Yaseira, the extra dose of the spirit which a person is seen to have on Shabbos. Slusa the Shabbos, the Amakadisha, and the Zohar goes from there to speak about the prayers of Shabbos, of the Holy Nation, 
The Zohar here alludes to the idea that we discussed at length in the last uh, sections of this uh, last semester of this uh, of this shiur that there are three prayers of Shabbos corresponding to the three Shabbosos, the Shabbos of Bereshus, which we speak about Friday night, the Shabbos of the giving of the Torah, Shabbos morning, and the Shabbos of the end of days. And uh, it goes on and speaks about when the Jewish people go into the Beit Knishta, into the Beit Sakneses, their sole focus should be just on praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not even on the needs of the Beit Sakneses. That's what the Zohar HaKadosh says. And then it, it, it says as follows, and for this reason, a person has to make special efforts in prayer, and in songs and praises of their God, and to study the Torah. This again is the day of the souls. This atra that the Soul itself, the tzorah of the neshama, tzorah chayim, will be will be uh, crowned with the praises of our Master of God. Begin Cain, and as a result of this, meshabchei betushbechan tishbachta dinishmasa. Therefore, we praise with the praise of the soul, v'hainu, and that is nishmas kol chay tevorech hashimcha Hashem aleikenu. The soul of every living thing shall bless your name, Hashem our God, Veruach Kolbosar to and the spirit of all flesh shall glorify and uplift your mention. Nishmas Kolchai, we say, because we have more of an Hashama. You don't say Nishmas Kolchai on Wednesday. I mean, again, some people will say it late at night on Wednesday when their body is finished. Right, and their soul is still alive. You know, it's still awake. But, but you know, the, 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 we don't say Nishmas Kolchai on Wednesday. We say Nishmas Kolchai on Shabbos. Because Shabbos is, the Zayar says, I mean, it's, it's mystical, it's complicated, it's deep. But in a certain sense, it's simple as can be. You have an extra Nishama. You have an extra strength in your Nishama. Nishmas Kolchai Tevorecha Shimcha. That extra strength of the Nishama is employed in blessing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in praising Him. Yes, even as we praise Him, we say, even with all that, we're still inadequate to the task of expressing gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu properly. But with, the, with this day of the extra neshama, that's the way we employ the neshama. And continues the Zohar, just again driving the same point home. Praise of Hashem comes only from the soul and the spirit. And that's what this day is about. It's about the soul and the spirit. It's not about the body. And therefore, And it goes on to say, again, because of that special quality of the day, the praise that comes forward to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be qualitatively different. So this is the first aspect that we need to think about and explore. The ability to give praise to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is an expression of the neshama. It's an expression of the soul of a person. It's something which only the soul can do. Baruchi, nafshi as Hashem. My soul will, is the one that's capable to be able to bless HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Only the soul can do it. And when you have one, and when you have a greater strength of one, that's what you want to use it for. That's what you want to use it for. I will share with you something which uh, Rav Kook wrote in the very beginning of his Siddur, on the first words that a person says every morning when they wake up. What's the first word that you say in the morning when you wake up? Maida. Maida. The first word which you say is moda. I give thanks. I give thanks to you before you, the King, the living, eternal King, that you gave me back my neshama. I just got back my neshama. What do I use it for? I just got back my neshama. What's the first words, what's the first word that comes out from me as I realize I have my neshama back? What's the first word? 
Maida, Maidani, to give thanks, Shevach Vahida, acknowledgement and praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I want to take a few minutes, if I can, to just read, with you, read to you what he says. You know, Rav Kook writes in a very, very rich and poetic manner. The first appearance of the joy of life it brings with it the highest joy in the joy of holiness. And it expresses itself in its full glory with the expression of gratitude, of thanks. Expression, recognition of gratitude to the God of the world, the master of all things, who gives life in his goodness. That is the reservoir, the store of goodness. It includes within it all of the content of the, both the fulfillment of obligation and the pleasure, the spiritual pleasure, from the full, full produce of love, the neshama that shines forth and becomes filled with ayra and with light and joy. The idea that a person comes to life and looks around as he goes on to express and says, wow, wow, look at this experience the privilege of life. I'm alive in a world which is not a world of my making. A world of the Rabbanusha's making, that he's made it with such greatness, with such magnificence. He goes on and he says that the second word is ani, is me. I, I am grateful to you. It doesn't translate properly into English. It is Grateful am I before you. That's the way you would translate it. A little stilted for us. Grateful am I before you. You only know yourself. You can only know who you are if you know what you're built upon. Self-knowledge of a human being starts with recognition of the power of the Rabbi Nishlaha. To realize that you're existing because the Rebbe is pumping life into you at every moment. Without the moda, there's no ani. The first word is moda, then ani. You have to understand what's behind you, what makes you work. If we take this to Shabbos, we understand that during the week, we get out of bed, if we're good, and we have our wits about us, the first words that will come out of our mouths are, we're grateful to HaKadosh Baruch for everything he does. And then, okay, we'll chaparayin shachris, we'll grab a davening, and then we got to get to work. Then we have to build our world. We have to bring home whatever it is that we need to bring home, or we have to accomplish in our home whatever we need to accomplish in our home. It's the time when we do, when we do, when we do, when a person is doing and doing and doing and doing, they're not filled with gratitude. They're filled with motivation, they're filled with direction, they're filled with understanding their responsibility to do things. The person is filled with gratitude when they stop doing. When they stop, when you stop doing, you have a chance to stop and catch your breath. The simplest understanding of the idea that we don't work on Shabbos, so we remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is when we stop working and we stop being caught up in what we have to do and what we have to create, we can pause and we can think about what we didn't create, about what has been given to us. A person could spend Shabbos, of course, just reveling in what they have created over the past six days. But Shabbos as Shabbos Hashem, is because we understand that when we get off of that treadmill, we can start thinking more about the Rabban Shem that's the cause of our existence. Says the Zayra Kodesh, that's the neshama yaseira of Shabbos. That neshama yaseira expresses itself in hoda to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Expresses itself in being able to give that extra thanks to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Nishmas kochai tevorich. A soul 
recognizes a soul is acknowledging its source, of course, its very direct source, the soul itself comes from the Rabbanu it has no identity other than the Rabbanu Shalalam. On a day of the spirit, when we don't work on anything, even as the Zayr HaKadosh says, even even in the efforts to create the physical structure of the spiritual world, of our Beis HaKnesses, no, 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 it's just there to recognize what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has made. It's just there to recognize what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has made. That's Nishmas Kolchai Tavorech. I've shared with many of you before this idea. We're not going to go through the whole source of it in the Gemara, the whole way it's brought in the Gemara, but we have a line which we say in Halil, Pischuli Sharei Tzedek, Avovam Odeka. Open up for me the gates of righteousness. May I come there to give thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we explain many times based on a Gemara in Masechus Tamid that Shari Tzedek is the gates of Gan Eden. It's very clear over there. And why we want to go to Gan Eden is not because they have a fantastic, amazingly blue swimming pool over there with palm trees around it. That's not why we want to go to Gan Eden. We want to go to Gan Eden because there, Oideka, there we will be able to acknowledge HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When you're in Gan Eden, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there. You see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in that world. You're able to recognize that reality greater. The goal of the person who wants to get to Gan Eden is to want to be able to say HaKadosh Baruch Hu more clearly. And if Shabbos is me'ein o'elam is Shabbos, is something of the world to come, it's the chance for to be able to acknowledge the Rabbana Shlela more. So yes, as we've said already numerous times in this discussion, Shabbos we daven less, right? we don't, they don't want to be matriach on us, they made the Shemun shorter, yeah, they made the Shemun shorter, but every other part of davening is longer, because it's a day when we're not focusing on asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what we need, but it's a day to extend the praise and the appreciation and the admiration of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and of His Word, of the Torah, which we have a chance to dedicate ourselves so much more to on Shabbos. How many Zmires are you going to sing at lunch today? How many Zmires did you sing at lunch yesterday? You don't sing songs of praise to the Rabbana Shalom. Even on Sunday lunch, when you're not in as much of a rush, only on Shabbos, it's the day of the Neshama. The Neshama is there to recognize the Rabbana Shalom, to recognize God, to acknowledge, to acknowledge the Rabbana Shalom in the world. That's the first phase of what I wanted to discuss with you today about this thing called Nishmas Kolchai. Let's look at a second phase. In the second phase, there's really a clue to it in a certain sense, because in the Tur, Shulchan Aruch, it speaks about Nishmas, and it says, Nishmas Kolchai, we say, and it works to say it, because you know, in Nishmas, we mention, Hashem, you redeemed us from Mitzrayim, and from the house of slavery, right? And we just finished saying, What's the last thing we say before Nishmas? Oz Yashir Moshe of Israel, Sashir What we learned yesterday from the Torah, the song of the Sea of Kriyas Yamsuf. So we end Sukei de Zimra by mentioning Yitzias Mitzrayim, that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. And so it's appro- appropriate that the closing bracha of praise for this whole section of praise should include within it a reference to Yitzias Mitzrayim, which is true and wonderful. It's true, of course, seven days a week. It's not just true on Shabbos, but yet we only, we only say it on Shabbos. But it highlights something. It highlights the relationship of mentioning Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to the praise that we give of the Rabbana Shlavah. And that's an interesting relationship. We spent a shiur at some point in time, I think it was last year, talking about the relationship of the Shiras Hayam to the Psuche de Zimra. And we're not going to go through it fully today, but we'll talk about aspects of it today as we bring this out. And I want to try, maybe, maybe perhaps to bring it out, by taking you to the one time when everybody says nishmas at night. Exactly. 
the Seder night. The idea of this, this late night Nishmas is a new thing. But Nishmas is in the Haggadah Shel Pesach. In the Pesach Haggadah, we say Nishmas Kolchai. It's one of the last things that we say in the Haggadah Shel Pesach. What, what's it doing there? What do we have? So you know that really the last uh, full phase of the Seder is Halil. Right? Then we have Nirza. Nirza is where we, uh, we usually call it the songs at the end, but Nirza is really one paragraph, truly, which is, we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we've done everything that we're supposed to. Like we mm-hmm. talked about Ritzei last week, Right? You remember we talked about Ritzay last week that HaKadosh Baruch should be pleased with what, we, what we've done. Nirza is the, 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 the same thing. Where we say, we did everything that we're supposed to and essentially we, we, we want HaKadosh Baruch to be pleased with it. But the last section over which we drink the last of the four cups of wine is Halil. Where we say the Halil, we said the first two paragraphs at the, earlier in the Seder, then we say the balance of Halil. Now what happens usually when you finish Hallel? What do you say? There's a closing paragraph. Yehalleluch Hashem alakeinu kol ma'asecha. Like a yishtabach kind of a prayer. Thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We praise you. All of us praise you. We finish saying the Hallel. Melech mulo batishbachos. We don't quite say it there. Some people say it and stop before the bracha. Then we say something else. We say the Hallel Hagodol. What's the Hallel Hagodol? It's a funny term in a certain sense, because it's much shorter than what we call halal. Well, we call it the great halal, even though it's shorter. Halal Hagodol is that section of 26 lines, which we say as well in Psuke de Zimra every Shabbos, where we say, etc. 26 lines. There's a beautiful Gemara in Psachim which says, that the 26 lines correspond to the 26 generations from creation until we got the Torah. Right? Adam was 10 generations till Noah, 10 generations till Avram, then you have Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and Yaakov had a son named Levi, and Levi had a son named Kahas, and Kahas had a son named Amram. That was generation number 26. Amram had a son named Moshe Rabbeinu. So after 26 generations, it went from being a chesed to now we have the Torah where we're able to earn, so to speak, our existence. That's what the Gemara says in Pesachim. But this is called the Halal Hagolol, the Great Halal. We say that one paragraph, and then we say Nishmas, and we go all the way till Yishtabach. Now there's a difference. This is where if everybody at the Seder is using a different Haggadah, where everybody gets mixed up. Right? Because people have a goddess which are Nusach Ashkenaz, which are Nusach Svard. Some end up saying the whole Yishtabach. Some say Yishtabach until Baruch Hashem. Then they go and they say Hallelujah. And that's where everybody gets mixed up and they have a dra- glass of wine to calm things down. And that's the end of the story. Right? But that, the, 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 the mix up comes from the fact that we've done two things here. What have we done? We said Hallel which has an after bracha, we've said a bit of Pesuket Zimra, which has an after bracha. These are both sections of praise, psalms of praise, which have after brachas. So we have Halal with its after bracha, we have Pesuket Zimra with its after bracha, and the question is, which, which after bracha should we really say all the way till the end? And by the way, as some of you may know, there's a notion of a fifth kos. We don't drink it, we pour it for Eliyohanavi perhaps, but the idea of a fifth coast, you know, the Vevesi, etc., which, which Bezos Hashem will be restored in the future, how's it going to work? The strong belief is, and those who it's brought in, in Paiskim that as a possibility, an option, again, don't do it, we don't do it, to do a fifth coast is, you'd say, Yehalalucha and have coast number four, you'd say, Yishtabach and have coast number five. The two types of halal. What are the two types of halal? There's halal and Tzuket Zimmer, right? Why, what is it? So, as alluded to before, the big difference between Halal and Sukkot Zimra is Halal we say on special occasions. It's about 
the special occasions in Jewish history. It's about the fact that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Hashem, when the Jewish people came out of Egypt. We praise Hashem for the incredible miracles. That's the tone, that's the nature of Halal. We say it on special occasions, and a difficulty which we avert, Hanukkah is a celebration of a great event. Right, it's not said as much as for a yontif, but for the miracles of Hanukkah. We say halal every day of Hanukkah. It's the ikar of Hanukkah is lahodos ulahalal, to give thanks and praise to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Psukit Zimmer that we say every day doesn't thank Hashem for miracles. Psukit Zimmer that we say every day thanks Hashem for the world, for nature, for just the way things are. For the sky, for the Shemayim, for Shmei HaShemayim, for Chol Tzavom. Right? Go look, read what we say in, 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 in Psukit Zimra. We thank Hashem for the normal, for the routine. What is the classic expression of Psukit Zimra? What is the one part of Psukit Zimra, which even if you're in the biggest rush in the world, or you have the least time in the world, or you're the latest to shul in the history of mankind, you still have to say one psalm in Psukit Zimra. And what's that? Ashrei, that's another, the Baruch Shomer Yishtabach is the beginning and the end, the Baruch Ashrei, what's Ashrei? Ashrei is the Aleph base. You go through the Aleph base. The key pasuk is, that Hashem sustains everybody, but Hashem sustains everybody according to the order of the world. Right, the Gemara says, you should say Tilo Ledavid, you should say Ashrei three times every day. It says, well, why? Why? Because it says, Hashem opens his hand and feeds every person. So, says the Gemara, so say, where it says, well, it has the olive base. It has the olive base. Olive base? Say, Kofiotes. Right, so much for a short one. Right, it has eight times the olive base. Right? No, it has the olive base. And has poseach siyadacha, the combination of the two. And the great Meshachachma and others explain that the idea is because what we're saying is, Rabbi Shalalam, you take care of everybody in the order of the world, within the course of nature. That's the essence of Psukhid Zimra. But then there's Halal Hagodal. What's Halal Hagodal? Why is it called Halal Hagodal? The Gemara says, why it's called Halagol, Rav Yochanan explains, and Avkuf Yurches in Meseches Psachim, as follows. Why was it called Halagol? Because Hashem sits at the top of the world, and He gives out food to every single creature. What are the last two verses of Halal HaGadol? No, same lechem l'chol basar. He grants food to all flesh because his kindness is forever. Kilalam chazdei. Haidu l'keil hashamayim. Give praise to the God of the heavens. Kilalam chazdei. He's the God of the heavens. And what's he doing? He's worrying about feeding everything. The Gemara says he feeds the most tiny insects from that perch in the shamayim. That's why we call it Halal HaGadol. The greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's all the way up there and he's worrying about every little thing down there. I want to tell you something which I think is mamish. It's, it's, it's pshat, it enriches the pshat here and, uh, uh, and that is that this is what we call in Talmudic jargon, Talmudic learning jargon, Rav Yochanan Lishitosai. Rav Yochanan consistent with his approach, with his way of thinking. What do I mean? I don't know if any of you say the psukim of Eitan Lachan Matzoi Shabbos. There's a whole section of psukim, several pages of psukim, that are said after Shabbos. In some shuls they say it after Vinoam, at the end of Mariv, and in some shuls they don't say it. It's an unfortunate thing that in the shuls they don't say it, many people don't say it at all. You will notice, if you look in the wedding benchers that you often bring home, if you look at the Seder of Matzah Shabbos, you'll see V'yitein L'cha is printed in the bencher. And the reason for that is because it's really a minute for everybody to say it. 
But some places they say it in shul, and some places people say it at home. What happens is the places that don't say it in shul, very few people say it at home. There are, there are people who say it, but very few people say it, so it gets lost. And the idea is, you say these psukim, which are, it's a collection of psukim, of bracha, of blessing, of all kinds of blessing. There's a whole system to it. It's not for today's discussion. That are said as we begin the week. What could be better? Right? We start with the bracha that Yitzchak gave to Yaakov. All kinds of incredible, beautiful brachas. At the end of it, towards the end of it, there's a statement from the Gemara. Very different. And the rest thing is all psukim. There's a statement from the Gemara. It's a Gemara in Megillah. Amrav Yechanan. It's interesting that in the Siddur, the text is slightly different by one critical word than the way we have it in our Gemaras. In the Bavli, in the Gemara, it says, Gevuroso, the strength of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the Siddur, the Girsa, the text which is said, which is far more famous, is Rav Yochanan, same Rav Yochanan said, wherever you find the greatness of Hashem, there you find His humility. What does that mean? So he says, we find this in Torah, we find this in the Vim, in the words of the prophets, we find it in Ksuvim, in scriptures. What is it? In the Torah it says, Hashem, your God, He's the God of all gods. He's the master of all masters. And then what does it say? He does, he takes care of justice for the orphaned and the widowed, and he loves the stranger to take care of them. So you just described him as the most high-faluting. He's the highest of the high. And the next thing you say is that he's attending to those who might otherwise perhaps be forgotten. I have nobody looking out for them. You, where you find the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you find his humility. He's not too high to worry about anybody or anything. Next verse, in the Vim. Right, this is where we have, we have that expression from. So said the lofty, the uplifted. The one who, reserve, who dwells for eternity. And his name is holy. And then what does it say? Who does he look towards? The oppressed, the lowly of the spirit. You know, the great people don't have to pay attention to the small people. That's not the way it works with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. His greatness is expressed in the fact that he wants to take care of everyone. And in Ksuvim, the same thing, the same theme. Look, the one who rides the highest heavens, the father of the orphaned and the one who stands up for the widowed. That's what it says over and over again. That's Rav Yechanan. That's the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says Rav Yechanan, why do we call it the great Hallel? Because it expresses this idea. Hashem dwells in heaven and He gives food to every person. His concern extends all the way down here. Nice? That's Rav Yechanan. Greatness is in concern for the little, for the small, for those who would otherwise be hidden. It's not about hobnobbing with, uh, with, with, with more greatness. Now, where else do you have this idea expressed? Way before Rav Yechanan, by a person who pointed this out. You know, in these psukim that Rav Yechanan is bringing as a proof, he's saying here, the Pasuk says, he's so great, and he does this. He's so great, and he does this. It's not, it's not saying it almost like to bring it out. There's a Pasuk in, the to- in, in, in Tanakh which says it to bring it out. And what's that? It's also in Hallel. What's the Pasuk? Who is like Hashem our God? He dwells so on high. But he lowers himself to look down at what's happening in the heavens and on the earth. To lift up from the dust 
those who have been made lowly. From the, from the dump, he lifts up the poor to have them sit with the great ones, with the wealthy ones, with the generous ones. What was Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Kodesh Baruch was all the way up there. We were lowly, abused slaves. And we cried out to HaKodesh Baruch Hu. And what did he do? He said, hey, what's going on? And he went and he took us out. Just to add a little nakuda to this, a little tiny point to this. There's a Pasuk in Chumash before Hashem listened to the cries of the Jewish people. You know what the Pasuk says? It was in those days, Vayigdal Moshe, and Moshe became great. What does Rashi say? Vayigdal Moshe, Moshe became great. It says a couple of times in the Chumash that Moshe became great. He grew up. Listen to what it means here, because that's the problem which Rashi has. It says in the previous verse, Vayigdal Hayelev, the child grew up, so they brought him back to Basparo. He was no longer needing his nurse, his, his wet nurse. So, so therefore the, the mother, which wasn't known to be his mother, had to give him back, so they brought him to Basparo. Then the next verse it says, and it was in those days, and Moshe Vayigdal, and he became great, and he went out to his brothers. Says Rashi, Harisha in Lekayma, the first time, and he got tall. Hasheni Ligdula, the second one was, he became prominent. Sheminehu Parai Albesai. Parai appointed him to be in charge of his house. He became the chief of staff of the king of Egypt. And what does he do? The chief of staff of the king of Egypt, he goes out, he sees a Jew getting beaten up by Egyptian, and he goes and he risks his life to save him. <coughs> the greatness of Moshe was his humility. Moshe Rabbeinu is the humblest of all people. What does it mean, humblest? He was like this. No, humblest means you're not too high for anything. You see an individual Jew being beaten up by an Egyptian, you take care of it. That was how Moshe Rabbeinu was a godel. Vayigdal Moshe, and he went to do this. And you see, Rashi says, he took his eyes and his heart to focus on the troubles of the Jewish people. And then what happens next is that the Rabbi Nishan does the same thing. When people aren't too high to worry about the little ones, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, oh, they understand. Great people listen to, to worry about little ones. So therefore, when they cry out to me, I'm going to listen to them. That brought it on. That was the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that came out in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Okay, so why are we going on and on about this? You're wondering, like, what does this have to do with anything? It has to do with something very significant. And that is that there's something special about Halal HaGodol. Because while Rav Yochanan explained that the reason why it says it is because, why it's called the Great Halal is because it uh, has in it this line, which is the ultimate line, which is Hashem provides food for everybody, gives praise to the God of the heavens. But in Halal HaGodol we do something else, which is very Pesach Dik. What is it? What do we say in Halal It's very Pesach Dik. Not only do we speak about Hashem building the world, La'osa ha'shamayim bitfuna, la'roka ha'oretz al-hamoyim, la'osa orim gedolim, who made the heavens, who made the earth, who made the beautiful luminaries, the sun, the moon, and the stars. L'makem mitzrayim b'vchoreim. He afflicted the Egyptians through their firstborn. Vayotze Yisrael mitocham. This is all about the exodus, about splitting the sea so that the Jewish people can pass through. And then we end, When we were lowly, he remembered us. And he redeemed us from our enemies. Because his kindness is forever. He gives food to all flesh. His kindness is forever. Give praise to the God of the heavens. You see what you have here in this psalm? You have a combination of the natural and the miraculous in one psalm. 
we're, we're mentioning the most basic, normal things. The earth is spread over the waters, the sun and the moon and the stars, giving food to everybody. And in there is, he took us out of Egypt. He smote the firstborn. He split the sea. Halo Hagodol is the merger of praise for the miraculous and praise for the ordinary. And so doesn't it make sense that on the night of the Seder, after saying Hallel, we then turn and say Hallel HaGodol. We don't say Pesukit Zimra, which is praise for the ordinary. We say praise for the ordinary, sandwiching the miraculous. Pesach is the night of the miraculous. But if you leave it at the miraculous, what do you have? The Ramban's perhaps most famous comment in the Chumash, at the end of Parsha's bow, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, through the dramatic, miraculous events of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, coupled with the prophecies of Moshe Rabbeinu, saying what was going to happen, and then it happened. That demonstrates the great power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It proves to us all of the principles of faith, all of the Yudgimali Karim, the Ramban basically lists there as being demonstrated by it. And he says, and it shows us from the great miracles, from the open miracles, we learn about the hidden miracles, that there's no nature in the world, that everything which happens is involving the Rabbi Shalalam. And if you don't take Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and plug it in, to norm, to regular life, then you're a Jew on Pesach, and you're a Jew on Shavuos, and you're a Jew on Sukkot. You're not even a Jew on Shabbos. There's no miracle of Shabbos. Shabbos is nature. Forget Tuesday. You have to take the outstanding and bring it to a new perception of the normal. And that's what Halal HaGodol does. That's what Halal HaGodol does. Nishmas Kol Chai is the closing bracha for Halal HaGodol. Nishmas Kol Chai, where we speak about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, about everything which he does. The normal and the unusual. The, the God of all creatures, of everything that happens. Who conducts his world with kindness and his creatures with mercy. Hashem doesn't slumber or sleep. He awakens the sleepy. He stirs the drowsy. He allows the otherwise mute to be able to speak. Hamatir asurim, he releases those who would be bound up. That's a bracha we say every morning when we uncurl ourselves from the sleeping position. You know, you recognize these things. Each one of these is a bracha in the morning for the routine, step by step by step. That's what we say here. And then what do we say? Oh Hashem, if our mouths were, uh, we wouldn't be able to thank you for everything that you've done. For the millions, for the billions, alpha, alpha, alfim, ribe, ravis, pama, tevis. Mimisram galtano, ashamalakeno, umibezavana bidisano. From Egypt you redeemed us. From the house of slavery, beravzantano, ubisavakil kaltano. In hunger you fed us. When we were satisfied, it came from you. From the sword you spared us. From the plagues, etc. You should never abandon us. It's a merger of thanking Hashem for the routine and for the unusual. There were two sets of luchos that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to the Jewish people. He gave us one, it was smashed, he gave us another one. According to a tradition of Chazal, the text that we are going to read in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Yisrael, was what was inscribed in the first luchos, and the text that we read in Parsha's Vaischadon was inscribed on the second luchos. That's a tradition in Chazal. However you understand it, whether you, you, you go with that way or another way, many understandings. But we know there are some differences between the first and the second. What's the most famous difference? Zachar v'shamar, 
right, commemorate the Shabbos or observe the Shabbos, the first time it says this, but there's another key difference between the two instructions of Shabbos, between the first and the second. What is that difference? That in the first one, it says what's very familiar. Let's read it. Commemorate the Shabbos to sanctify it. Six days you shall work. The seven days Shabbos Lashem. Because in six days Hashem created the heavens and the earth, the seas and all that are in them, and He rested on the seventh day. That's why Hashem blessed the the Shabbos and to sanctify it. We keep Shabbos because Hashem created the world in six days, and He and then He kept Shabbos. Right? Everybody knows that. And then in the second version, in Parshas Vaschanan, it says something entirely different. It says, "Observe the Shabbos, Shem Zelkasher, as Hashem intends. Six days you shall work and do see, and do everything you need to be done. The seven days Shabbos, Hashem don't do work, and you shall remember, that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and Hashem took you out from there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm, and therefore Hashem is instructing you to do the Yom Shabbos, to observe the Shabbos day." Wanted to remember creation, wanted to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And, by the way, you note this every Friday night when you say Kiddush. Why? Because you say Zecher, Lamasa Bereshis, and Zecher, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, right? That there are two endings to that, there are two separate lines. To remember creation, to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. To remember the normal, and to remember the exceptional. The miraculous, writes the Ramban, famously. How do you put the two of them together? We didn't see Hashem create the world, but when we saw Yitzhak Mitzrayim, we understood that He created the world. The miraculous is there to testify about the normal, to open our eyes that there is no normal, that it's always the Rabbanu Shalom, that it's always Rabbanu Shalom that's there, that's the one that's making it happen. Suke de Zimra of Shabbos, there's a highlight of Suke de Zimra. There's Zechel which is the normal Suke de Zimra. And there's Halal which is normal, but with that piece. If we look at the Seder, we see that Nishmas is built on that. Yes, we put it right next to Oz Yashir, which we was much later put in, and it's a good segue to Nishmas. But make no mistake about it. Nishmas is about Halal HaGorol. It's the combination of thanks for the ordinary and the extraordinary. A soul, in a certain sense, one might say, doesn't have to be so alive or alert to see the miraculous. To Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov, I didn't have to show miracles, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. I was with them through the normal ways of the world, and they saw me. They saw me. I didn't have to show them miracles. I didn't have to use my name of Hashem, which is the name of creation, to like recreate the world like I did in Yitzchak Mitzrayim. But now... You, you guys don't see it the same way. All the Jews, they see something going wrong. They're all upset. Where's Hashem? Why did you, why, why did you do this terrible thing to us? This is the way Rabbi Levi in the Kuzri explains the Psukim. He says, now, for the masses of the Jewish people, I have to show them miracles. So they'll know me. So they'll see me. That's what Yitzhak Mitzrayim is for. It doesn't take much effort when there's bright neon light saying, I'm here which is what happens when HaKadosh Baruch Hu does miracles. The problem is that um, it happened once. We haven't had Yitzhak Mitzrayim again. I don't know if you've noticed. Now the world is back to humdrum. And that's why we have a mitzvah every day and every night to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Because that that showed us, that showed it to us, the, the striking miracle. 
But we have to bring it home. It's not that, oh, remember the good old days when Hashem showed His hand? When Hashem showed His hand then, He taught us that He's there, and He's always there. But a regular soul doesn't see it. A regular soul doesn't see it. Only a soul who stops to remember. Only a greater soul. And Shabbos is the day when every person is supposed to be a greater soul. When every person is supposed to be like Avram Yitzhak V'yatev, that can see Hashem Bekel Shakai. And we plug in Tiyas Yamsuf, Tiyas Mitzrayim, the time when Hashem showed us, to the time when the world goes as it is. We have to see Him. Nishmas Kolchai Tevarech. If you have a soul, you say, Maida'ani. I see him. That's why I'm me. Because I see him. You gave me back an Neshama. The Neshama is alive with seeing the Rabbi Neshalalam. I know this sounds very grand, and you're hearing this and you're saying, that's not the way I experience waking up in the morning. <laughs> Don't worry. It isn't remotely close to the way I experience getting up in the morning either. I just, you know, I, we could dream awake, you know, can't we? that this is the way it should be. This is what it's supposed to be. A person's supposed to, Yizgaber Ka'ari, Lamay Babayker. Right, the first halacha in Shulchan Aruch. I always say, the first opportunity you have in the day, you break the first halacha in the Shulchan Aruch, which says you should get up in the morning like a lion. Wow, ready to take on the world. Right? And the Ramah says, hit the snooze button. No, I think he does. Right? But, but, you know, that's what it is. And the idea is because, wow, look, look, life. Wow! Look what you've given me. That's an neshama. That's a life. And if we can't stir it every morning, there's a day when Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, "You know, when you get up this morning, you don't have to get up in a terror and a panic that you're late, right?" unless you're a rabbi who works on Shabbos, you don't have to get up in a terror and a panic that you're late for work. You can get up and you can spend some time not, not doing, but pausing and looking and thinking and being grateful because it's a day of a neshama. And in Gan Eden, that's what we do. We see where we're from and we give gratitude for where we are. That's what it's about. From the miraculous to the ordinary, we should be able to see. Now, God's Baruch will give us the eyes to see all the blessings that he surrounds us with. Um, I will just...